I am joined by Just a Jazz Hands Brzezinski. She's doing jazz hands right now, but you can't hear that. What if they can't? Uh, Annette Gonzo Gonzalez. No, that was redundant. No? Gonzo Gonzalez. Gonzalez. Gondolas. 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 Annette Gondolas. Special guest joining us on the audio James the Dinosaur Mandina. Land, land dinosaur. He's younger than literally everyone else. Is here. No, but it's the. It's not dinosaur. me, guys. I'm not the baby. For once, <laughs> for once in your life, you're not the youngest person on the podcast. Uh, we are still a little bit loopy, recovering from E3. Uh, Annette is self-medicating with candy. It took her five right minutes now. to open that Milky Way. I've been carefully opening this Milky Way. It's not even a like legit Milky Way. It is. It looks simply, like a Butterfinger. Simply caramel, caramel, caramel. But that's garbage though because it's not just caramel. But this is. It says simply. Yeah, there's chocolate on it. So yeah. this is Clearly, yes. their Andrew did not let them know that that looks like a Butterfinger wrapper. It does. Their Andrew. Andrew's our lawyer for everyone who's not in this room <laughs> who is listening to this show. Who's a random person named Andrew. Uh, like Andrews, yeah. Andrews life. are the guys that know what Butterfingers look like. He knows course. everything. Uh, so <laughs> we were at E3, the Electronics Entertainment Expo, last week, two weeks ago. Two I have no frame of reference for time anymore. No. Uh, and we were there showing off Disney Fantasia Music Evolved and announcing Dan Central Spotlight. Yep. which we were also showing off on the show floor. Woo, uh, so kind of a big show for us. Uh, definitely kind of a wild one. Uh, but uh, Every but yeah. time you say words, songs pop into my head, so like now I have wild the ones like in my head. Wild one? Yeah, hey, I heard you were a wild one. Oh, now everyone who's listening, yeah. they've got that in their uh, head too. We should have gotten the rest of that song. That'd be a real good song that we could play right if, now. If Andrew's listening to this, he's going to ask us to bleep that out. Uh, we can't mention any songs that we don't have the rights to. Do not acknowledge songs that we do not have in games. Uh, but uh, but yeah, we were at the show, and we had all of the things going on there. Uh, we were all kind of split up, so the three of us didn't really it was see weird. each other no. at all for the show. No. I see you guys. I didn't see Jessa until the last, like, our final dinner. Yeah. Where we left. Yeah. At the very last day, so I was working predominantly in the Microsoft booth, whereas Erin and Annette were both in the Disney booth. And we weren't even in the same booth. She was in the back room for yeah, the whole like she, show. Yeah, Annette was tucked away. Erin like was or like anything. show mamaing for all the other people there, making sure they had cookies and water. Um, but so the very last day, I had not I had not actually seen evidence that Matt Bach was on the West Coast <laughs> until the very last day, the last evening. And we were at uh, John Drake's birthday party, and Matt Bach walks in, and I go, you're in California! And he was so confused, but, like, I didn't know. I, I hadn't seen him. Yeah. We were much more splintered than we usually are, because we usually have one game to show. Yep. Or one we were booth. in one booth. 
and at um, least at one hotel. And this yep. year we were even at three different yeah, hotels. We were spread out all over the place. So it was a little bit disjointed. Uh, but hopefully no one uh, outside of Harmonics was able to notice that. And it just looked like we had cool announcements and awesome games to show off. Yes. Um, but uh, the big news, um, not to take anything away from Fantasia, but mm-hmm. we showed Fantasia D3 last yeah, year. So it was kind of like, it was, it was a bit more, it was a, a bit of well-worn territory. So yeah. the, the, the big news was definitely the fact that we announced that Alex, our CEO, uh, or f- our former CEO and co-founder, Alex Rogopoulos. Current um, chief creative officer. Yep, <laughs> current chief creative officer. Um, he was up on stage at the Microsoft press conference and announced that Dance Central Spotlight is a thing that's coming out. Yep, very soon, in September. How September? It's so close. It's like, it may be August right now. I don't actually know. I don't even know. Like, this today might be August 15th. I don't know. According to Christine earlier, it's April. That's true. She kept saying it. She did, multiple, multiple times. times. Multiple, multiple times. She said Maybe 414. Maybe we should play that number in the lottery. 414? Ooh, that's true. What if she's like a psychic, but... One of the, like, the mediums who the voices speak yeah. through her. I mean, she kept on doing it, and it was weird, so maybe that's, like, a sign that we should do Is it. there a lottery where you can only play three numbers? Yeah, you can play the... I don't know. Well, I, I mean, don't I know much play about the Illinois lottery. lottery quite a bit, and you can pick three or pick four. This just sounds like a bookie that you know <laughs> who's, like, at a hot I don't dog know shop. what Massachusetts is like, all about. Like, just give me a number. No, you gotta go. One number. You have to go to your local convenience store. What was your favorite local convenience store in Chicago? So 7-Eleven. It's always right. on the no, but like, You didn't have any good regional ones? Mm, I don't, their signage was always garbage, so it's like usually like, liquor and candy! Like, oh, well, I, the classic liquor and candy store. <laughs> <laughs> not an actual name, I just walked in, it was super shady. Mm. Tried not to get stabbed. I was less trying to look at what the name of the store was, more trying to get my candy for 25 cents. Yeah, and keep your eye peeled for knife blades. Uh, liquor and candy, maybe uh, the sequel song. Sex to, and candy. Yeah. yeah. Yep. My favorite Marcy Flavor. Okay, well, can't say that. That's going to get picked yeah. up, too. Um, <laughs> no, it's not. What were we even talking about? We were talking about... Lottery numbers, dates. Lottery, September. Date, September. <laughs> yeah, September. Yeah, September. Oh, Dance Central Spotlight. Release date. That's good. Good full circle. Nick and I actually played the lottery at E3. Did you? We did. We did got a win? scratch ticket. No. No. There's a vine of me. Do you angrily, think she'd still be here? If I would she not be won. here. No, we, there's a vine of me angrily ripping it in half. <laughs> uh, there's there's a vine of me. No, I guess it's an Instagram video Rebecca took because one of the nights and the Microsoft booth, they every night they keep the booth late, open late for various people. So like one night it's international PR, another night it was retailers. So we stay late, and I was actually working the Fantasia kiosk in the Microsoft booth for this. Well, they give you drink tickets to get drinks. It wasn't clear, I don't know how many drink tickets equal a drink, but I wound up with about, about 30 tickets before the show, Jesus. before it started, which is why it makes me think that it must not be one drink to one ticket, because, <laughs> I mean, they were handing people like eight tickets at a time, that would be nonsense. It's dangerous. And there's a creepy video of, of me that Rebecca took of me holding up all my rows of tickets, and then I, I was just holding them there because I thought she was taking a picture. And instead she goes, dangle them, dangle them. So I bounced them and left, and it's so creepy looking. I do not like that at all. 30 tickets. Everybody kept giving me their tickets. They're like, you look like you've had a long day. How about tickets? But then I got none of them. I got no drinks. That sucks. Yeah, no Um, fun. Yeah. I drink hot chocolate. Yeah. I love hot chocolate. Not a good summer. In L.A. in June. (laughs) Yeah, don't want to talk about it right now. No. (laughs) 
Oof, not chocolate. Um, no. I'm, I'm in full on lemonade mode right now. Oh, yeah, lemonade's good. Cookie dough iced coffee. No. no. I hear no. that's awful. I hear it's awful mistake. from my mouth. You still have some donuts, But if you it's are so going gross. in there for an iced beverage, do not. May not. That may not be the way to Unless, go. Unless, like, they just gave you a bad one. Because maybe, maybe, maybe she hates coffee me. and it also tastes like trash. So it's like, yeah, you're maybe. Really. It's just, it's bad. Seems like a good idea, but. Probably anyway, Dan Central Spotlight's coming out. Yeah, so if you drink <laughs> way too much cookie dough iced coffee and you want to have like a fun video game alternative to help burn away those calories, DC Spotlight's the game for you. You know, believe it or Call not, it that right is now. not our tagline. No? But maybe it should sure. be. Revisit that. Missed opportunity. <laughs> Missed opportunity. Uh, yeah, it's cool. People got to play it for the first time. It was. It was great. The work in the booth was a lot of fun. Uh, last year, we did not have a Dance Central title at E3 because we didn't have a Dance Central title. And we definitely heard from people that they wanted one. Mm-hmm. So it was fun being back this year and having old fans that have been around and been fans of the series since the very first one coming by and um, talking about how excited they were and how they used to... I actually recognize a lot of faces from mm-hmm. previous E3s of from where people would just kind of hang out at the booth with us. and So it was exciting getting to talk to them about the new title and what's different. We also had a lot of people come by that had never heard of Dance Central before, which, you know, that is such our world that I forget that mm-hmm. not everywhere has heard. Like, not maybe, heard of. maybe there's even people listening to the show right now they might. that don't really know what Dance Central is or don't really know the specifics about DC Spotlight. Yeah. What would you say is like, like your three three bullet points for DC Spotlight, like full on marketing mode. Oh boy! Did you write uh, exactly three? Synergy points? hashtag. Synergy hashtag. Uh, combination turnkey. Writing this down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, so Dance Central Spotlight is uh, the latest iteration of the Dance Central franchise. It's coming out on the Xbox One exclusively in September. Um, it will be a digital only title with ten songs to get you started. And then with, we'll have more than 50 other songs available at launch so that you can choose what songs you want to dance to. In previous, in previous games, we've had, what, 44, 48 songs, and maybe you liked most of them. Maybe there were some that you just did were not your thing, and now we are not going to make you dance to things you don't like anymore. You can pick whichever songs awesome. you want. And even beyond that, each song now has eight different routines, including two fitness-focused ones. So if you are someone who you only dance for fitness and you are really wanting to do crunches and jumping jacks and all of and but interact with the game at the same time, you can do that. If you're a very advanced dancer, you can dance to alternative really hard pro routines. If you are someone who dances on the more basic levels, there's still alternate routines for you. Oh, uh, that's me. And I haven't seen you dance in a while, I wouldn't know. Well, I'm I'm trying to work on my moves. Oh, okay. Maybe yeah. in an upcoming live stream. Uh, that's actually a cool feature too is that uh, and it's one that's not getting a whole lot of attention but practice mode is no longer its own separate mode that you go to and kind of navigate picking what moves you want to go to there's now practice that mode which is voice activated inside of the song so as soon as you start floundering and struggling you can yell out for help by saying DJ practice that and a much improved interactive rehearsal mode pops up and teaches you the moves and then you can drop right back in where you were sweet uh so it's, it's definitely a title that it there are six characters and maybe a few surprises down the road um but it is definitely a, a title that is focused on dancing like that at the end of the day we 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 talk to the fans all the time i mean we interact with everyone on the forums and facebook and twitter and um the, the, but at the end of the day everybody wants to dance like that's the reason that you play a dance game is 
to dance. So here you go, everybody. Have some dance. Have some dance, dance that's, for everyone. That's the tagline for here, the game. Everybody, yes. have some dance. Have some dance. Dance yep. Central, have some dance this September. Yep. And uh, something that people can look forward to seeing uh, DLC support for. Yeah. Um, definitely something that we are invested um, in taking care of. Uh, yeah. That also like really plays into the kind of uh, a la carte DLC model, um, knowing that the game uh, will be comparably priced. Yep. Um, with uh, with other digital titles, um, and that people will be able to then focus their attention on building the set list that they want um, yeah. from the DLC library. We've been getting a lot of questions about the backwards compatibility stuff, so um, we are going to be re-releasing the DLC from all the previous games. So if you purchased songs for Dance Central 1, 2, or 3 as add-ons, you'll be able to re-download those uh, at no extra charge, you already paid for them, um, as we release them. The reason that we are going to have to release them over time is that we are actually reauthoring them so that they'll have all the extra That's crazy. for routines. So you actually are getting to bring those songs forward and getting more content for them, which is a pretty sweet deal. Um, and if you didn't buy them, you'll be able to buy them now. Um, the, that does not apply to the on-disc exports though. Those have some other tech limitations that we actually weren't able to yeah. walk, work around. So as nice as that would have been, and we did investigate it, it's just not something really bringing forward. But uh, there's going to be so many songs that you will probably not even notice because there's going to be so many songs. That's really cool. And and hopefully, uh, I know that the intent is to provide songs faster than we have been yep. uh, have been able to in the past because just the, the timeline for uh, licensing songs and then authoring them and then doing mocap. Um, but the intent for DC Spotlight is that that process is even faster than it has been in the past. Yeah, it'll instead of being you know a five or six month process now for songs, which it, it definitely was at least that before, and even yeah. that was fast. I mean, it'll it will now be a, f a few weeks depending on various gates that come up. There's always yeah publishing stuff you can never publishing write. music licensing Publisher. submissions all that. But it will it will definitely be much faster so that we're able to react to all the song requests that we're getting. Yep. You know, part of this is that. We have always just been flooded with song requests from people, and but there's only so much that we were able to do before. Well, now we'll be able to respond much more quickly, get way more content out there, and hopefully be able to get a lot more artists than we have been previously so that we can start bringing in a lot of, especially like, you know, there are a lot of less mainstream artists that I would love for us to be able to go after. Yep. And, so keep those song requests coming because we are absolutely listening to them. Not to yep. say we'll be able to get all of them because there are some artists that are slightly out of reach. I know. But we'll see. We'll, <laughs> we'll see, see what, what we can get. <laughs> um, but we've been able to license some pretty big names recently. Uh, for example, Tchaikovsky, uh, Mazorsky. Yeah. Right? All yeah. the hottest right? hits of yeah. this day. Yeah. Uh, they are not coming to dance. Vivaldi. Yep. That would be really sweet, though. I'm not going to lie. I would be really happy if we had, like, classical ballet dances. That'd be in. nice. Uh, this may be why I don't make the game, because um, I would add that. Yeah. Just dance with the sugar plum fairy. Also, to be clear, these are artists <laughs> for Fantasia. Uh, it's a segue. It's like a transition that it's I played. Like, it's like you did it on purpose I did. I did do it on purpose. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I actually wanted to make one of those shirts that have, like, all of, like, just a stack of names and just uh, yeah. for Fantasia, but put all the... Classical artists on there. Do it. And I almost just leaked one, which is funny. <laughs> I was going to add to your list of stuff. I'm like, I'm going to stop talking because at this point, I don't even remember what there we've announced and what we have in anymore. I think there's so five many. that we've announced. Five yeah. class
because they announce features at a time or maybe characters at a time. But song soundtrack is, is our hot commodity and it has always been a tough thing with our games of it's really easy to leak songs. Yep. It's yeah. every step of the process and trying to remember what has or hasn't been announced oh. when yes. there are Especially dozens. when there's when there songs that people don't play as frequently. I'm like yeah. having trouble trying to remember yeah. what they are. Or even songs that were in earlier builds. Like yeah, that Songs that were in through. Dance Central for a minute and then got moved out of Dance Central. Yep. If you're later is DLC. Yeah. Like, stuff shuffles around constantly throughout... Uh, the playtesting period, and then when we're doing builds for these shows before release, and then by the time when we get to release, it could be a totally different soundtrack. Yeah, we definitely move some stuff around for Fantasia, but um, soundtrack's coming along nicely. Like, we it's have awesome. over 20 songs announced at this point. There's a Spotify playlist if you want to listen to all of them uh, on our social accounts, and there's a song list on all of our accounts, too, if you need a refresher, as I do, uh, to go see what we have going on, but... It's a pretty awesome list. Like you have everything from like classical music, like Nana Baldwin from the movie, Rocket Man by Elton John is like one of my favorite mm-hmm. songs on there. Um, and then you have like weird dance stuff like Avicii. You have some Super Bass, which is like a really fun song. It's got a great one. It's one of my great favorites. Remixes. You have the Drake song on there. It's kind of insane. And maybe one of the craziest soundtracks that we've ever put out. Because, like, also The Who's The Real Me, which is really fun. Mm-hmm. And one of the, the hardest songs on the current build right Petey now. Petey Gabe's, Depeche Mode. Depeche Mode. Yeah. It's so good. Like, so many great yeah. songs. And we actually plan on showing more of them on our weekly live stream on Monday on our Twitch channel. Yeah. So if you guys have any, you know, interest in seeing how gameplay goes down. Because I know that the, we put the videos out there and they are a little hard to understand just by watching, even with someone playing on camera, it's a little, it's a little weird, but... Yeah, in typical harmonics fashion, the gameplay is just abstract mm-hmm. enough where you really have to play it to kind of get yeah. the full experience, which is kind of true for watching someone play Rock Band or trying to explain mm-hmm. yeah. how to play Rock it, you're Band. You're right, that it's, it's all of our games. Our games are always ones, and that has been a fun challenge yeah. for us as yeah. we've demoed them which very is that experiential you have to play them yeah. and as soon as you play them you're sold it totally makes sense and it yeah. feels great so fantasy is one of those things especially with the remixing stuff the game introduces it's kind of like really cool mm-hmm. and pretty revolutionary in a lot of ways yep. like from just a gameplay standpoint and you know designing around that sort of experience where you just put really abstract shapes on a screen and expect some you know to teach someone to react to them accordingly yeah, with yeah. their body which is like kind of insane yeah. Where it's like, you know, you have a, 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 like a character dancing on a screen, you mirror that, it's pretty straightforward once you do, once you do it, but like, there's a triangle on screen, what am I supposed to do? What is a triangle do? Mean? Yeah, what and it's, it's kind of crazy thinking about it, and then from a music licensing perspective, it's also really nuts because we have like pretty free reign to remix these songs however we want to. So I'm still shocked at that, knowing yeah. what we've gone through for the last six years for Rock Band and Dance Central song licensing, that we were able to get artist and label sign-off to not only include these songs but to in, mess a, with in a game <laughs> where there's even remix tools yeah. uh, that, that we were able to provide alternate mixes of varying styles. Like mm-hmm. the ska version of Bruno Mars is kind of like my go-to example, but mm-hmm. there's uh, you know the marching band version of Fun, uh, or that there's yeah. like... Um, like dark synthy glitch pop remixes of classical songs. Yeah, like Nutcracker Suite has like a really cool vocal add-on and weird like old-timey yeah. uh, like keyboard stuff and 
Yeah, it's just it's banjo version of Peter Gabriel. Uh, yeah. Like, that it that it's so varying. Like yeah. it, it's awesome that we've been able to get that kind of uh, freedom. Yeah, the genres have been like all over the place, and it further extends the soundtrack in that way too. Where it's like, hey, this genre of music I really like isn't represented, but like in like the core soundtrack. But then you dig into the remixes further, and you find like chip tunes. You find uh, like jazz, big band, like yep. just about anything you can think of. It's all there, and it's like kind of our way of providing a little bit of music education yeah. to a lot of different people who might not, on the surface, be interested in a certain type of music, but then realize they actually like it a lot. Well, it's also, in a way, afforded us to expand the soundtrack even further, where it's not like there's just those 20 songs. Mm -hmm. It's almost like there's 60 songs, yeah. because each one has there's individual remixes. songs that are mixed together. Really and it's cool. meant that we've been able to work with uh, additional remix artists, um, for those uh, specific mixes for the tracks. It means that um, artists here at Harmonix that yep. haven't had a chance to um, include their music in previous games now have a chance to provide custom remixes, yeah, which is I really think, cool. I think James here actually did a remix to it. Yeah, I did uh, two oh. remixes. I didn't know that. Don't say what they are. But I'm not. <laughs> 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 yeah. We're learning all sorts of stuff. So, yeah, we, we have all See if you can stuff. guess when you get the game in October. Yeah. Uh, so well, yeah. We'll have his name next row, won't they? Maybe? I think the ones internally do, don't they? Somewhere. Yeah. yeah, at least like the title of the remix will be in there. But yeah. Did you have like a pen name for uh No, I just wanted to uh, James Landino. James Landino. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. How predictable. It's been a pretty <laughs> cool thing, you know, cool opportunity for, you know, people who worked on Rock Band, who worked on Dance Central, and who like create their own music to sort of yeah. like bring all those talents for this game. So, you know, it was our second year at E3, but we had so many people come up and, and maybe hadn't heard of it yet, or had heard of it and wanted to try it and had the chance to do it. And, you know, it was cool because we finally, like, oh, Aaron's eating pretzels first. Chocolate covered pretzels. I'm going to barf from all the like cigarettes. No. They're really good. Uh, Sorry. I'm done with my coffee. I'm going to puke. But yeah, it was our second year. People were super excited to come up and play and kept coming up and playing. Like, we had a lot of repeats of people being like, okay, I checked out some stuff on the floor. I'm going to hang out here for an hour and play as much as I can. And it's like really cool that people are still coming back and, and checking out all of the polish and and new content that we've put in since we were at E3 last year because the game has come such a long way yeah, from our original it has. build. So it's, it's been really cool. We announced a release date, so we'll be out October 21st, which is super exciting for us. Um, and yeah, we even even in our second E3, which is like I think maybe a first for even harmonics to have the same game at, at the show twice maybe. Mm -hmm. There's probably some rock band stuff that that we we dragged around yeah, for a couple years. Yeah, it's still pretty pretty intense. And but certainly not a show where we've just had like a specific setup for it. Because yeah. with rock band, we would have like eight games in, in a booth at a time. Ah, yeah, but yeah. It's, I mean, it was so crazy, and we we still won awards, and we've been nominated yeah. for the Game Critics Awards, and maybe best social casual. Find out. Yeah, which we won that that honor last year. Which is really cool. So maybe so we can go back to back. Do it again. Start a dynasty. Yeah, and that might be some sort of game critics award record. But yeah, it's really exciting to see that people are still super enthusiastic about it, and we still have a lot more to show. Like we talked a little bit more about the story. We showed Scout, which is a really cool character. Uh, if you don't know who I'm talking about, go on the Facebook pages and stuff and see the character art. She has like a really cool outfit. I want to see cosplayers. I know Scout is packs, awesome. Uh, which actually she wears the hat. That we gave away at PAX last year uh -huh. before we actually announced her character. So it was sort of one of Good our tease. longest cons <laughs> that Long, we've done con tease. Uh, in a really long time. So we knew what the hat meant, but you did it. And now people see it and they're like, oh my god, that was the hat! And we're like, 
we did it. It was a plan so, all along. We did it as as intended. We so. harmonics is the Pixar of the video game world. And we hide things in your lives that will lead to other things. It sounds very sinister. Very, when you say very, that. very strange. We hide things in your lives. <laughs> but yeah, everything is super crazy. Yeah. Um, showing off Fantasia at E3 was, was absolutely awesome. Like, the highlight of my week was just seeing people's reactions. Like, people walk away with such a huge smile on their face. And we didn't even have Discovery available on the show floor. So people were just coming up and they were just doing performance yeah, mode. Discovery being the world exploration stuff. Yeah, the world exploration stuff. So we didn't have like the meat band, which we've shown off on the live stream. Uh, we did not have any of uh, any of the neighborhood where people can kind of like uh, interact with billboards and trains and drag elephants through the sky and make giant bowls of soup dance Spoilers. around. Spoilers. Like, like yeah. crazy things. It's crazy things. We saved that for behind closed doors where I was trapped the entire week. But, yeah, it's but like that people were able to just like get half of the gameplay experience yeah. and still feel like that that sense of joy and that you know the, the kind of like the ideal harmonics reaction of like we want to bring joy to people through music and through gameplay mm-hmm. and that um, like that that basic form of expression in Fantasia just like totally nails that and people are able to walk away after playing with a huge smile on their face and just like be so excited about their remix or so happy that they were able to play with a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it really is just, like, a feel-good game, and that, you know, makes the E3 show floor... Just every word you're saying, their songs. It's, yeah, no, feel-good. And that's happy, a song that's we a song, do have. That's a song we do have. And happy is a song that we have in Spotlight. Yeah. yeah. I mean, all positive. I'm on message. Let's do a, a, a mashup of a happy word cloud. Sure good. We, I'm sure we could do that. Nope. Feel happy good. good. I like it. Some, someone has to have done that. Feel good. Internet, do it. Do that thing, Internet. Do that, do that thing you do. Thing. Feel good. That thing you do. That's another thing. <laughs> I'm trying to think what wow. happened. There's more Hide stuff. things in your lives. Hide things <laughs> like in your lives. Like song titles. <laughs> oh, gosh. So we did the press conference. Uh, oh, so other stuff that was going on when we were on the floor. Jamie, one of our artists, had uh, submitted her poster art from PAX East of the Spirit Elk to Into the Pixel, which is really cool uh, art exhibit that goes on during E3 and other assorted gaming shows in the you future. You mean the Menorah Elk? The Menorah Elk, for those who are in tune with our harmonics, craziness, and live streams, <laughs> and the Twitter account, shout out to Menorah Elk. Um, <laughs> shout out to Menorah Elk. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, we have, um, yes, yeah, so she, she submitted her piece and it was actually in the show, which was super cool, and it's a really high honor, and it was really nice to see Harmonix representation in there, yep. and it was such a gorgeous piece, and it fit right in with everything else, and in fact, it actually got, like, prime placement. It did, yeah, it was the, the first, um, the first piece as soon as you walked by the hall, um, and it's, like, they're taking it on this ridiculous road tour, but like you said, it's going to end up at other shows over the course of the mm-hmm. year. They're gonna stop at the Smithsonian. That's bonkers. That's that's absolutely that's straight up ridiculous. That's pretty cool. But yeah, that piece was by Jamie McKiernan, and she actually has a, an employee spotlight on harmonicsmusic.com. Oh. So if you want to learn more about Jamie and her awesomeness, you can check her out. Did she mention in her employee spotlight that she once got the bubonic plague? Uh, I didn't include it there, but she well, okay. did. She did get the bubonic plague and survived. So. Yep. She has she, a lot of really fun she stories. She told us at E3. It was awesome. Yeah, she's... I know that, and then she... That's rare. Like, she is a special star. Yes, that, yes she yeah, is. Bubonic plague outbreaks are small. She self-diagnosed at first because 
Her parents did not believe that what? she was sick. No, and so she's no looking one... it up and she's like, I'm pretty sure I have the plague. And they're like, you do not. There's no way you have the plague. And then she went to a doctor and they were like, oh yeah, you've got that. And like, you straight up plaguing, kid. <laughs> you straight plaguing, dog. Straight plaguing. Uh, but she survived. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, she's done a lot of really crazy stuff. She was like in a voice acting competition at Anime Boston yep. and won. So does a lot of really cool stuff. Yeah, she's, she's pretty awesome. She's a fun person to talk to. So check check that stuff out. Yeah, we should have her on the uh, the stream to oh, do more should. live doodles. Yeah, she. I don't know if, if you guys caught the Amplitude all day live stream photothon nonsense that we did, but we had a group of artists on the show. And she was one of them doing the, amp- the live ampla doodles. The, the doodles part is probably the thing was probably one of my favorite parts of that entire thing. I just I am fascinated watching people draw things. It is I cannot draw yeah. to save my and life. Yeah, do it so quickly. Like coloring in the lines is pretty good for me. <laughs> and I'm just I, I just am astonished when people take a pin and they make a thing with it. Yeah, yep. the stuff they scribbled was like what would take me a right. week. And it still wouldn't look that nice. And they yeah. just like scribbled it out, and it was perfect. And I was like, wow, I yeah, wish I had even insane. had a friend of that kind of talent. But yeah, they are incredible. Our, our artists here are really awesome. Our artists. Our artists. Our artists. They're great. We love them. Um, and then let's see. There's more stuff. We did some after hour stuff. We did. Um, did video games live. Video games live. Yeah. Where we that. did a ticket for Jonathan, our. Uh, one of our senior designers on Fantasia, we, um, he was trying to get in, but like some of us had already gotten there and he was running late. And so once we would get in, he like, we couldn't come back out to come get him. So we were trying to figure out like what to do with his ticket. So we hit it in like a bush right outside (laughs) the the entrance. Totally normal. And we're like, okay, we need to put something here. So he sees it and then he'll know it's like right in that area. So we find this Starbucks, empty Starbucks cup that also happens to say Nick on it. Nick was with us too. And I was like, that's perfect. So we put it right there and we put it, it was like near a sign. And so Jonathan eventually, like we gave him very explicit directions on the phone. We took a picture of the spot. So it was like in video games where like you see a picture of a yeah. clue and you have to try to match up the location. See? Hiding things in your life. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like real life Ellie Noir. Everybody, exactly. So he found the tickets in the bush. Every time anybody who listens to this sees a Starbucks cup now, they're going to check the bush around. You might find three video tickets. games live tickets. But yeah, they are. Uh, so what was video games live? So what is video games live? I've never heard of this. Oh, what is this? Please explain. Don't tell uh, us about it's this. Actual, it's a, so it's a live concert that appears in several cities near you um, where <laughs> a live orchestra no, will basically perform uh, classic video game music. Um, from all, from just, from forever, basically. So you'll have, like, stuff from Final Fantasy, you'll have Zelda, you'll have, you know, just about anything you can think of. There's so much They fun. did a Tetris tribute uh, recently, and then they'll sometimes, depending on where they are, they'll bring on guests to come talk about their games, so creative directors, or, you know, like, the guy who invented Tetris, for instance, was there and, like, talked about it. How do you invent Tetris? Yeah, it's kind of insane. Johnny Tetris. It's always been. Uh, so it was pretty cool, so it's, um... Fantasia actually got an opportunity to be part of the show for the at E three, which was really cool. Um, so we actually did a really neat stage presentation where the game was introduced, and Enon Zur, who is the comp- one of our composers that worked on Fantasia and some of the original score stuff, uh, conducted the orchestra. So they did our theme of the game on stage. They also performed, I believe, a little bit of Vivaldi's Winter, and then. Thick. And then they moved into 
uh, some Bruno Mars, and then they also did uh, Radioactive by Imagine Dragons, which we had not announced up to this point until that day. Ooh. So that was sort of like a soft announcement and maybe a podcast exclusive if you somehow miss all of this stuff. Um, so, yeah, there you go. We announced a thing. And there's gameplay in the background or someone playing on stage. It was pretty cool to see our stuff up there. And it's sort of like it was a nice fit because, they're, you know, the, the show is based around orchestral arrangements of yeah, video yeah. game music. So it's like, hey, we already that have orchestral like, arrangements of video game music. That is most definitely us. So it was, it was kind of a really sweet fit. And hopefully that can translate into future shows. But for now, it was, like, really nice to see. So it was me and a, and a few members of the dev team actually got to go and check out the live presentation, which was really nice and different for what we usually do at the show. So, yeah, thanks to thanks to the wonderful people at Video Games Live for including us. Yeah, definitely a rad thing that we got to do. Uh, we did a bunch of party stuff, but for the first time in a long time, not an actual harmonics party, uh, which was <laughs> a relief to those of us that have to plan and staff yes. said Although harmonics to be party. Fair, our parties are probably the most popular parties at Yeah, we, we do all right. In I definitely the party heard from party. people that missed it, but like, guys, let's just be real here. If I had announced my product and done all this easy planning and done a party in the same week, I would no longer be here. You would be dead. You'd, <laughs> you'd be a ghost. I would just right have now. laid down and died. You said yeah. this was your first product announcement. Yeah. Yeah. Big yep. deal. And we decided to do it while I was on the other side of the country. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly Good. how that works. Good. Yeah, well, I lucked out big time, and uh, Christine, who you guys are familiar with, was in the office to help yeah, me thank with God she all was, the announced stuff. And also, base. Abby from the web team was assisting her because. Yep. You may not realize it, but announcing games is a whole lot of work. Yeah, getting web stuff up uh, at the right time, yeah. getting press releases getting, out, getting newsletters out. For what it's out. worth, getting Alex on stage to talk about it was the easiest part of the whole yeah. announce. Yep. <laughs> Funny how that works. There's a, lot of work. There's a lot of moving parts, and then you always forget the smallest possible thing. But we did it. We didn't. We didn't forget the smallest well, things. Yeah, None of it was forgotten. Yep. It all happened. Thank planning. goodness. We did. Um, did you guys get to do any fun evening time stuff? I slept. No, I worked just sleeping. I was I worked the floor every night, or because oh. like, I did all the after hours events. So uh, I worked till midnight, ten. I had a seven. terrible cold. Pope and I got to go to um, the Michael Pactor yeah, party. Yeah, how was that? Oh, I was there um, five minutes. Yeah, you were there for uh, for a little bit, um, and almost as soon as we walk in, Pope starts fanboying so hard he's like. Oh my God, that's the Lieutenant Governor of California, <laughs> and I was like, I, like, I don't even know how you recognize this guy on site. Right, like I didn't even recognize name. Emil Hirsch. I'm not gonna yeah. recognize um, Lieutenant Governor. So Pope chastises me, and he's like, he was the mayor of San Francisco. He's very progressive. He doesn't. Mean, how would he? How does he know these things? Yeah, Pope is a total like fanboying over someone was in the office. Yeah, at some point, you know what I'm talking about. Um, Who is it? The local dude that he had a huge crush on. The Massachusetts governor. Oh, yeah. the governor came to the office. It's, or like the no. governor's aide. So Someone's like, aide. So it's like not the real governor. governor's. Mm, I don't remember. We should start calling uh, him Gov. Yeah, I'm going to... Governor Pope. Governor Pope. Yeah, I got to fix We'll ask him. I bet he'll know immediately. Yeah. No, oh, isn't there a picture at his he desk? He will definitely remember. Yeah, he's got the signed photo at his desk. Um, but, I mean, Pope insisted, like, he, he met this dude, like, went up and shook his hand and, like, told him how great he was <laughs> and how, like how impressed he is by his policies. And the guy was like, oh, you should move out to California, like trying to get Pope's vote in his back pocket. <laughs> um, I don't think Pope got a, a picture with him, but like for the rest of the night, raved about how handsome he was. That's adorable. Um, so that was, yeah, that was, that was 
hopes high point. <laughs> I had, so Monday night I worked the uh, Microsoft Press Showcase, which was always fun. There are always a bunch of personalities that show up to that. Yep. One of the ones we talked a lot about was MMA fighter Chuck Liddell, who mm-hmm. played and had a blast. Jessica Chobot came by and played, and it was like a swarm of people that when she started playing and she was having fun. But so I was I was working the Dance Central Spotlight kiosk, but you know, you, you work a lot of these events and you make other friends, and one of, uh, a friend that we've traveled with before is Jennifer Clixby, who works um, over on the Fables games. But she, you know, she's cool. She doesn't have to actually work a whole lot. She was hanging out. So she went around and got selfies with a lot of the, ce- the celebrities that oh, were nice. this thing. And would come and show me who she was finding. And it was like a really <laughs> fun version of Where's Waldo. And uh, I bet a lot of these people, I, I'm not good at, like, I'll see a celebrity. And there's a part of my brain that's like, I think that person is so-and-so. But my brain doesn't really consider the fact that, like, this is a celebrity. Yeah. I don't super care. But yeah. it's like a neat thing. It's cool. Yeah. Well, like at one point we were dancing, and the guy who plays the jerk on Pitch Perfect, you know who I'm talking about, jerk. listeners. You know who I'm talking about. That jerk. Yeah. I would. I mean, if he showed me his face. I'd yeah. Like, I watched that movie like 900 times. I know. It's it's the guy who's the head of the all boy singing group. I think I know you're talking about. Yeah. Not the main guy, Skylar. What's his name? The other guy. Anyway, I was like dancing, know. and I looked over and I made eye contact with this guy who like nodded his head, and my brain thought, I think that's so and so, but that can't be so and so. And then I remembered, of course it can. It's the yeah. Microsoft Showcase. It was definitely him. Yeah. He smiled at me. No, the guy who it was cool. Who's like <laughs> we're buds now. The lead. Brush with fame. <laughs> no, the lead of Step Up Two was, was there. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He was like, there. I would never recognize his face. And I was like, that guy. Love him. Uh, Wilmer. Valderrama. Yeah, he was there. What? Um, who else was there? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I went and I crashed know. the party. I dance with Dana DeVito. Like once you do that, it's, it's all there, there's nowhere there. else yeah, to be yeah. like. Can't top that really. I dance, dance with him, and I'm in Orlando Bloom. Like that's that's my match right I there. I dance with Lance Bassman there. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. My life. I loved NSYNC as a kid, so. And like yeah. I still love them. As yeah, a with kid. Usher, like, I hung out with Usher. It's one of those things. Like it's it sounds so star blase, but it really is like. No, we're really excited. They're really cool people, and it's it's fun when we get to show our games to them, and they enjoy it, and it's very gratifying yeah. to be like. This person is a special person, and they like our game. How cool is yeah. this? It's also easier when you don't immediately identify yeah. that they are special people, and they will like come up and hang out, and then play, and then leave, and, and then like, someone will go, "Oh, that was Kenneth yes, Branagh." That happens. You're like, "Oh, okay, Ooh. I get it. I understand now." Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you're like, "Why are people taking pictures? This is not supposed to yeah. be me." I, I mean, I know I look good. Yeah. And then someone will grab your arm and pull you out of the way. Like, like, we don't want you in this. Get out of no, my I was at the one night and there's this guy with a really cool pug shirt on and I was like oh man that's a sweet shirt and everyone's like I was like oh can I take a picture with you he's like yeah sure and then everyone like crowds in and like wait why are you all here they're like that's the guy for Friday Night Lights and I'm like I don't care I just really like his shirt (laughs) Jason Street QB oh I was gonna ask who it was yep I love that show whatever man I was like I like his shirt so, yeah, it's it's weird. E3's a weird show, because you're in yeah, L.A. Yeah, yeah it's, like, it's like one of the most celebrity shows, right? Yeah. It's like E3 and Comic-Con are the two where we have mm-hmm. brushes with fame, yeah. and it's really it's really cool. When I worked at Game Informer, I interviewed Jason Sudeikis at E3. We played uh, Beatles Rock Band with Jason Sudeikis at E3 in 2009. Yeah. He goes every year. Um, we, uh, we had a close, this is close encounter with Steven Spielberg. All right, that's uh, going. Who was apparently in the Microsoft booth 
and he might have been hanging out um, like just on the show floor to do VR stuff. Like mm-hmm. I don't know if he was looking at Oculus or what the deal was, but Pope heard that he was there, and so he was like trying to get me to bust into the back <laughs> press room and find Steven Spielberg. And I don't know like what he thought that I would do. Pretend like you're Elijah Wood. Like Start once talking I about get movies. him. <laughs> like what do you do when you catch a Spielberg? <laughs> <laughs> That is a book I would read. Right? Is, that, is it like a catch and release thing? I just remembered my exciting thing, which is that I, I rarely leave my booth. Like, I don't take a whole lot of breaks, but it never fails that when I leave, someone that I actually wanted to see comes by. Yeah. Whether it's a friend or a famous person, like, never fails, which is why I try not to ever leave. I went and I bought waters for everybody. I came back and they're like, oh yeah, Conan O'Brien was just here. Uh, this is the third time in my life I have narrowly missed Conan O'Brien through a work thing. I've he would come never in the, seen you two in the same room. Uh, we might be the same person. Uh, same height. <laughs> Red so. hair. Red check. <laughs> uh, he would come into the Starbucks that I used to work at, but never during huh. my shift. Like, so I was, I was very sad about this. I feel like I will spend my whole life chasing after him. Well, Conan, if you're listening, Jess is looking clean. Okay. I'm chasing after you. Well, then, Conan's E3 video went up, and I am in the video for, like, two seconds what? at the beginning. They got footage of me dancing. So, like, my life is, like, it's done. It's famous. I'm, I rock it off in the sky now. I did what I came to do here. Wow. Thanks, Conan. Yeah. yeah. I would also like to meet Conan, though. So. I would. He seems so, funny. if you're listening, Conan. Conan, we would love it if you re- would yeah. review our games, please. I mean, he's going to come back home and visit family at some point, right? Oh, I know. Like, they're still local. Yes, yeah? he does. Okay. <laughs> fairly, fairly. That's usually when he comes Conan, Starbucks. Jess is looking for you. Weird. <laughs> Apparently, he, like, the, the Starbucks I used to work at, ooh, location. I don't work there now. You guys can't stop me. Um, yeah. It's the one that was right. Well, they'll find your employment records. So <laughs> the one you. that's right by the Masonic Temple down uh, near the Common. Oil oh. Center. Yeah, yeah, and they do like kids shows there and stuff. So people, all oh, kinds of celebrities, take their kids there because, like, if you're a celebrity, of course you're going to take your kids in the Masonic Temple. Like, yeah. I spent three years like, in college trying to figure out how to break into there. Oh, uh, there's the Majestic Theater right down the hall, and the Wang, and the Wilbur the Theater. Temple. Nope, the they Sonic probably Temple. have so kinds of. Bumping. Well, there's like the Declaration of Independence is probably hidden in there. <laughs> they probably have like bricks from the pyramid and treasure probably. and aliens, like. Yeah. No, you're on some, you're on some list and shit list. Escalated <laughs> real fast. Right. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know. Celebrities, guys, are crazy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, E3 is definitely a weird show for that. You know who my favorite celebrity is? Um, I really like hearing about celebrity encounters with Pope. Yep. I really like hearing about people. Oh, people like fanboy and fangirl over Pope. Pope. Yeah, they're yeah. That's my favorite. It's kind of the he's kind of the big deal. Well, it turns and it always turns into like Pope being somewhere and someone tweets at him that that person is in the the same place. That's exactly. And it's every time I saw you getting on your bus. I love it. I'm sitting in this. Are you watching Batman? Because I'm watching Batman. It's like, oh no, you're in this theater. No, thank you. Public service announcements. Guys, it's way less creepy if you say something and like, oh hey, I recognize you. I'm a big fan of harmonics. You do good work. Rather than tweeting, I saw you, but I said nothing. I just continued to watch you. Yeah, the other thing too is like, if you introduce yourself, that's awesome. Oh yeah, always say who you are. Always say your name. No, please always you say are. your name. Don't make a swearing jerk. Sorry. Twitter handle or yeah. form tag. Anything that we might identify. Because that that's true. I always feel like such an asshole. Because people come and be like, Jessa, it's so good to see you. And I'm really good with faces usually. Hey, but no, always. you. And sometimes it's someone that we know from like the forums or Twitter yeah, or something. You are and yeah. I don't oh, know yeah. your face. And if you tell me like, oh no, I'm whatever, and I've got the my, my Little Pony avatar, I'm like, 
I know who yeah. you are now. This is cool. Especially in the context of a show like E3 or PAX yeah. or GDC or Gamescom. We like where meeting you guys. Tell us who you are. We see so many thousands of people over the course of that week. It's always hard to remember, like, is this another game developer? Is this a press person? Yes. Is this someone that I know from forums? Is it someone from high school? I don't know. I know. Like, it could literally be anyone So, like, say who you are. I will pretend that I already knew that, whether I did or not. <laughs> we'll both be happy. Yep. And we can generally remember, if I met you once, I can remember if I've at least met you before. I might not know your name, but I will remember. Yeah. Related, Same. one of my favorite E3 moments... Uh, was uh, seeing our friend Dimitri, who came to E3 oh, last yeah. year, dropped off bags of gummy bears for us. Um, did not remember Dimitri's name, full disclosure, uh, but he came back in and similarly was like, hey, hung out with you guys last year. Don't know if you remember me, but, and that's where I cut him off and said, you're the pilot. And he was blown away, yeah. which made me feel like a rock star. I know. Like, I, I, I do so like stoked about people. that. I'd be like, no, like, you're really... You probably don't know who I'm like, no, you're so-and-so. You did this thing. How was Canada? I know you were studying up yeah. there this year. I'm like, do you remember me? Like, right? we're pretty good about this because we actually do care. Like, we like meeting Yeah, most guys. definitely. And also, like, I don't meet many pilots. So <laughs> that's going to become, like, an important part yeah, of my mental next role. Year, Especially, yeah. I didn't know he was a pilot. A pilot that brings us gummy bears. Yeah, so next yeah, year he'll I mean, be like, oh, you're the pilot that brought us gummy bears. Yeah, right? so. Every year we'll learn a new thing. Yeah. Uh, Nick came over to the booth because Dimitri dropped the gummy bears off at the Disney booth where I was not at. Mm-hmm. So I, I, was, I was whining on Twitter about not getting gummy bears. Nick came by to see how I was doing. I was like, do you have gummy bears? He goes, I do, in my butt. And he pulled out a bag of gummy bears. <laughs> I was like, I don't from care. I'll eat them. Yeah, from his butt. Butt bears. Um, and I ate the Whoa. entire bag because I had not eaten lunch yet, which is not the best decision when you're dancing no. nonstop. And I legit thought I was going to puke rainbows all over the booth. I really did. Like, they it was just, they were all sitting in my throat, like, climbing out. It was bad. Was that the same bag of gummy bears I ate that you got mad at me about? You did. You um. rage ate my bag of gummy bears. <laughs> Like, I brought all the bags back. Everyone had their bags. Like, I, I specifically <laughs> saved my bag, and I got I got, I got, got some of them. So it's okay. not like you ate all of them. <laughs> um, but you just, like, sat down, and you were like, yo, I need to talk. And you just, like, <laughs> ripped the bag out and just, like, just pounding gummy bears. Just, like, haribo after haribo after haribo. And then you were like, all right. Thank you. I'm done. And then you like throw the bag back on the table, and it's like literally like all of the yellow and orange <laughs> bears, left. like the garbage bears. Garbage bears. It's maybe the, the angriest I've ever been in my life. But but we got through it. We got through E3, and we got through uh, the Great Haribo tragedy. Hey man, I brought you a cupcake. You did. You made up for it with a cupcake. And I gave you cookies. Uh, it was really good. It was like the banana bread. Like I thought it was gonna be chocolate with bananas in it, mm. but it was banana bread with the chocolate frosting. It was awesome. Mm. It was it's really so good. good. I love banana bread. That's good. Me too. Um, so uh, so yeah, that was E3. Um, we have more shows later this summer. Yep. E3 is not the only show we do. We're going to be on the road quite a bit. Uh, so if you're trying to get a hold of us on Twitter or support email or on the forums, or if you're looking for updates about X, Y, and Z, please bear with us uh, because summer is usually our full of most hectic full of bears yeah. season. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we're going to keep doing all our stuff. Uh, we're going to get you more, really bear growl. more Dan Central Spotlight updates, more I'm Disney Fantasia Music Evolved updates. Yep. We're going to have updates for... No, that was Dinosaur. Amplitude. Yep. 
Uh, and <laughs> maybe later in the summer updates about the other like 30 games we're working on. Yeah, who knows? Let's not get ahead of ourselves. I can't think yeah. that far. But uh, It's only April. We've got time. But yeah, keep posted, and we will talk to you here and on the live streams. Uh, but for now, thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next episode. Bye. Uh-huh.